That was Dance Monkeys by Tones and I. You are listening to Sports Desk here on Sin with Cooper, Giacomo, Taylor and Moni. Um, bit of a classic there for this year, that song. Anyway, we are talking sporting highlights for 2019 and then we'll get to the decade. But we'll start with 2019. What were some of your favourite sporting memories for this year? Uh, the phenomenon that was the big, big sound. Yeah, it's playing. Can you hear it? Get it, it up. There you go. There we go. This song, when it, you know, the Giants were in the finals that week, the amount of memes I saw with this in the back in the background yeah. was uh, just, it just quality. So, bit of context. Pump, they had to pump themselves up a little bit. <laughs> Didn't yeah. work, did it? No, but can I just say that? Well, the semi-final was so good. Yeah, it was a And great they game. were missing their top players. Yeah. And they, well, I'm a Collingwood supporter. They killed us. They killed us. And then the top players come back and they just play pathetic. Mm. Anyway, I'm a bit... Um, oh, it was just... Still mad. I'm still mad So that. it was pretty much... They beat <laughs> Brisbane in the semi-final and everyone just went nuts about it. It was like, oh, everyone jumped on board the GWS bandwagon. And then they beat Collingwood in the prelim and for that entire week leading up to the grand final, everyone was just on board the giant bandwagon. It was the big, big sound. Memes are everywhere. Everyone's getting on board. And it was just so anticlimactic what happened in the grand final. Yeah, day. they got smacked. Let's just not much. talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Absolutely got smacked. I, I think I was probably the only one that wasn't on the Giants bandwagon purely because I don't like the song. <laughs> and I just didn't I want love to this song. song. I actually get that around it. I think, I think I it's a good song. the Tigers in, sadly. So, anyway. <laughs> no, but I must say, just talking about the Tigers, you have to give them credit. They won, what, three premierships in a row? No. Uh, no. They did well, not. nearly. They yeah. won. They lost the, the middle one. They lost the middle one. So, so 17, like, then they didn't lost actually, they didn't even make the grand final that year. No. It was Collingwood West Coast that made it. You were there. Said the Collingwood supporter, doesn't he? No. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tate, what was your, sporting, what was your um, sporting highlight for this year? Well, I've got two sporting highlights this year, and I'd love to tell them both. Um, Ash Barty, obviously, getting to the world number one ranking in tennis big, is big. huge. Just because, well, one, like, she's an inspiration to, like, well, she's the number one in the world, so an inspiration to, like, everyone out there, especially, like, people trying to make it in the tennis world, but also not tennis either because it just goes to show that we as Australians can compete and be just as good as everyone in the world. But then my second um, highlight was I really liked Pickett from the Tigers when he was picked to his debut, debut on the AFL Grand Final, <laughs> and he's 27 years old. To make your debut at 27 years old is also another massive sporting highlight because it goes to show that age is not a factor in becoming a professional. You know what I saw the other day? Marlon Pickett has played less games, won more premiership than what Fremantle has. <laughs> it's very funny. I'm sorry, I but just don't could you not think, laugh at that the other day when I saw him. Like, do you know, gold. Don't you think there's so many people out there trying to make it as professional athletes and you always get told that when you pass a certain age like you should you should just give up well he's 27 years old it proves that the mid-season draft was kind of worth it for them anyway I agree and it's like a great what Taylor's saying it's great like it's a great initiative for all of those guys that are still trying to get to that level that you can you can can there's still another way in and like the thing is everyone's like well, when you pass a certain age, you probably should just give up. But it also now, like, he's an inspiration to a lot of those, well, men and women who are playing the VFL and VFLW, um, oh, the AFLW. Yeah, yeah, and all the uh, other and all leagues. And all that kind of stuff, which is great. What was your um, Mine was, and I don't want to bore people and go back to cricket, but 
Steve Smith's return slash our well, we didn't win the Ashes, we didn't win the series, but we retained the Ashes. So to go over there, we hadn't won a series since two thousand one, I think. And again, we didn't win it, but we drew it and got the got like retained the Ashes. I thought that was huge, especially with what had happened in the previous eighteen months with all the suspensions and and the fact that we you know were quite poor against India here. It was just unbelievable. Uh, and Steve Smith's first innings, 144, we were shocking the first, I think, we were like three for nothing. Yeah. He comes in, 144, I still can remember him hitting it through the cover for four, and you just hear all the Australians just roar. It was grass. Um, yeah, average 110 throughout the series. Only batsman, really, other than Labrachain, once he come in, yep. that looked any good, looked you know comfortable, controlled, as he always does. Um, Completely agree. Especially when in comparison to David Warner, who also returned and was Nothing. dreadful. Agreed. So that was my moment of yep, the year. Yeah, I agree. My moment of the year, funny enough, is the same as James, who is not here today, but he sent in his highlight for this year. Um, and we were both very happy. Well, I was extremely happy. Liverpool winning the Champions League. Final you were this very year. happy. Very happy, <laughs> considering the heartbreaking loss the year before. Um, so you probably didn't stop talking about that win for like <laughs> a few months after. You'd always come yeah. in, speak about Liverpool, and we I'm won. That's sitting all that here being like, "Yep, <laughs> that's all that mattered. We won." So yeah, that was my highlight for this year. Funny enough, it's not even about AFL, which that's a bit of a shock for me. But that was definitely a highlight, and probably a second highlight, like in the. Like coming in close from that was when Ruffy retired from the Hawks, oh, playing yeah. in his last game, oh. kicking six, and everyone just everyone just wanted him to. Just was. What, I actually cried that game because <laughs> he was leaving. Like, every time he got the ball, I was just like in tears. I'm like, oh my god, you poor thing, because um, he's had a, an amazing career, went through so much. He went, he especially the last on a good note. Yeah, last year he all, he delisted himself basically because he thought he wasn't. Well, up he to wasn't scratch. up to scratch, but he did really well in the VFL. Really well. He really taught those players a lot. Yeah. Comes back, kick six, ends his career. Good on him. So well done. Ravi. As a Hawthorne support, I absolutely love that. Absolutely. Was there watching it live, and his last goals. Oh, yeah, nice. it was just <laughs> it was just perfect. Anyway, we're going to move over to our favourite highlight of the decade. If anyone doesn't know what a decade is, it's from 2010 to 2019, because obviously next year we're going to a second, another decade. A decade's 10 years. Yeah, but just some, people don't, some people don't know that. And like, I just, like, when I ask them, like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Anyway, who wants to say their favourite moment for the decade? I have, like, two, and I really can't, like, just decide. Pick, just so, say both. 2011 grand final, Cats fan, uh, so... Sorry, Taylor Collins supporter, but <laughs> I went to the game. Uh, so great memory for me. Last one that we've won, so it's been a while. But uh, yeah, that one. And then uh, for the Premier League, Leicester winning the Premier League in I think it was twenty sixteen seventeen. I believe fifteen sixteen. Oh, no, what a it was yeah. unbelievable. They were coming from where did they finish the year before? They like, were in, they only just got out of the relegation yeah, zone by in, in the year much. before. Then got the new manager, took them to unbelievable a Jamie Vardy, Riyad Mahrez, Kante to win the the league in a in a league that you never set you know top six. It's it never happens really in any of the big leagues to see anyone like that come through and win it. Unbelievable. Yep, good one. Giacomo, your uh, decade favourite moment. Obviously, Hawthorne free Pete. That was mine. <laughs> it can be. Every, it should be everyone's. That's exactly right. It's definitely not mine. No, <laughs> a period of dominance. I didn't even have since a thought 19, about it. To be honest, since you guys ready for the fact of the year? Since 1960, Hawthorne is the only team to win a premiership every decade. There you go. 
Only team. That's pretty impressive. We are the actually. benchmark so, of the competition. Impressive. We will take that <laughs> into next decade and pray we win another one. <laughs> yeah, well, drought's over break. 2020, We've new got, decade. You've got Tom Mitchell. Yeah, back knocking next. on wood there, yeah. I reckon yeah. you too. Which will be running, good. So. He's back running. Oh, yeah. Him and Jamo Mipi are both back and running, which is good for Oh, that team. Oh, it's looking so good. Well, my favourite, I'm stepping away. I know I've already said this, but. Obviously, Ash Barty is number one in the world. Like, is that your moment of the decade? That is my moment of the decade. It's probably your moment of your life, I think, at this point. Yeah, well, you got to think, when was the last time we had an Australian as a number one? 2002, Lady Hewitt. There you Bang. go. She, she knows. She was ready. So, <laughs> can you say for an Australian to finish the rankings uh, as a number one? But as a female, in, too. No, as a female as well, but coming in to the Australian Open, home, like, soil, as number one, huge if, 2020 if, Australian Open is going to be huge. If Ash Barty wins 2020 Australian Open, that's going to be her moment of the decade. Just <laughs> literally ja- January 2020. Yeah, done. That I don't need set, another one. She knows. But you know, my moment was the Hawthorne three-peat as well. You definitely can't go past that. A, a, a decade of dominance, really, for the first sort of thing. But I'm also going to go with the NFL. The mm. Patriots have won that many championships over the league. Yep. They are in career. Uh, yep. Career. They have just been the deck. The the team of the decade for me. Yeah, team the last 20 years, really. I feel like this year, this season, like there's probably two games to go until the playoffs, and they are looking pretty dangerous. They're just really pretty consistent. Pretty dangerous. So that Brady Brychek, is that his name? Belichick. Belichick, thank you, yeah. is just is pretty unstoppable at the moment. So they're my other team of the decade moment yeah. as well. Alrighty, guys, that wraps up that little segment. We're going to get to a quick break and then we'll talk with some more little things. Um, this next song is High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. You are listening to the Sports Desk here on Sin. <laughs> <laughs> 